Well, this is it. Tonight is the night. Tonight is when whichever players we happen to want doesn't matter. Whichever players we happen to expect or predict or guess at doesn't matter. They're going to make the pick. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. Happy NFL Draft Day. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer Daily Shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. Barring a trade, the Steelers will pick at number 17 tonight. Draft begins at 8 p.m. Eastern. That means they'll probably go around what? 10, 15, 10, 30, something like that. For the past few months here, I've been sharing with you my views on various positions, on various prospects, on various scenarios within the existing depth chart of the projected 53-man roster. And none of it matters. None of it matters. I can tell you that I'd love to see them Move up and get Jalen Carter. That's my ideal scenario. I'm not wiping his slate clean from the character standpoint. That's their job. But I can safely presume that if they take him, they'll have done their homework. As Mike Tomlin kind of intimated on a question that was in general about character on Monday. Nobody brought up Carter, but everyone in the room knew what was being asked. I could get ecstatic over the idea of the franchise having its defining, foundational defensive lineman for the next generation. I could really, really get stoked about that. But it isn't about me. And it isn't about you. It's about them. And what I'm going to try to do today is to forecast who they'll take, who it is that they want while also recognizing that just because they want him doesn't mean that they can have him. Because other things have to happen and other teams might end up picking in front of them even if they move way up, let's say, for example, into the top 10. What can you expect at Point Park University in downtown Pittsburgh? Respect, rigor, relevance. That's the Point Park pledge. You'll be treated with respect while being challenged and supported academically to graduate with career-ready, relevant skills. Visit pointpark.edu to learn more. An elder of mine, who'd been covering sports forever and ever and ever, once advised me on this job to not listen to what they say, but to watch what they do. That wasn't in regards to the NFL draft. That was just in regards to everything. Always, always, always. Watch the action. Don't just listen to the words. And my friends, for the better part of two years now, the actions that have been taken by this front office, even through the transition of general managers from Kevin Colbert to Omar Khan, through the addition of Andy Weidel, the actions that have been taken the most aggressive actions, the most expensive actions that have been taken have been aimed at the offensive line. And I can't help but shake this feeling 
that from the time they signed Chuksakorafor to the time they added James Daniels to the time they added Mason Cole, all of that happening in rapid succession, by the way, to this offseason, expressing a clear and palpable dissatisfaction with Kevin Dotson by adding Isaac Somalu to now just having Dan Moore hang on, dangling from the edge of a cliff over there at left tackle. I can't help but feel that this team is going to move up and get the left tackle that they want. And within that, I can't help but feel that they're going to go after Paris Johnson Jr. of Ohio State. Now, why Johnson and not Peter Skaronsky, who's been seen for a long time as the cream of the crop when it comes to tackles in this draft? Well, at the risk of getting all meat market on you here, Skaronsky's not got the greatest length, and there's a pretty big volume of support for the notion that he's going to have to move to the inside or that he just might be better off moving to the inside. And I, I don't feel the next Alan Fanica there, and I, I definitely don't feel that you've got a situation where the Steelers are going to need a third card, okay? If you're going to get a left tackle, get a left tackle. Get someone with Johnson's athleticism, with his reach, with his dynamism, with everything that he brings, if you're going to do this. I'm going to pause here and repeat for you, this isn't my pick, this isn't my choice, this isn't my guy, this isn't even my position. This is what I believe they're going to do. There's a difference. If it were up to me and I'm up there shopping around in that penthouse, I'm going after after Carter or even after Christian Gonzalez or one of the top cornerbacks in the class. Those are positions of genuine need. Contrary to what both Tomlin and Khan said Monday, the Steelers have those still. They really do. That's what I would be doing. But I don't get that sense from South Water Street. I really don't. To the contrary, I get the sense that they feel like they've got their franchise quarterback. They know they've got their franchise running back. They know they've got support for that running back. They've got four-fifths of that line as a lockdown certainty. They've got tight ends. They've got, they think, enough of them, wide receivers. But none of that matters. None of that matters if somebody comes in off that edge and plows your quarterback from behind. They want to make sure that that's taken care of. So in addition to Moore's uncertainty and his inconsistencies, and he definitely had them, there's also this general satisfaction that comes from just getting the job done. You're right there. You're right there. And you can take care of one of the most important and, by the way, most expensive positions on the field by moving up for a draft pick. Left tackles on free agency? No thanks. No thanks. They cost a zillion dollars. And if you're going to spend that money down the road, you'd rather spend it on, you know, when Kenny needs a raise because it'll be a very, very big raise. Or when, let's say, George Pickens really matures into something special. When George needs a raise, you don't want to be confronted with a situation like the one that occurred in Cincinnati where the Bengals got all these skill players. And the moment the skill players came due, they realized, oh, no, 
we don't have any offensive linemen. So they started pumping all their cash into the big men. And now, guess what? Jamar Chase still has to get paid. Joe bleeping Burrow still has to get paid. It's an uncomfortable setting. Paris Johnson Jr. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Deontay who, by the way, does not spell his name the same way as the wide receiver. He spells it D-E-O-N-T-E. He says, DK, you talk about trade capital, but how many Super Bowl-winning teams over the past seven, eight years have won by retaining all of their draft capital and building purely through the draft, meaning with their default picks? None of them. None of them. They all made a move up to get key players or they signed big free agents to contend. The league has changed fast. And now that Andy Weidel's in the fold and he helped build both of those Super Bowl Eagles teams, I expect the Steelers to be on board with this as well. I I can't agree with you more than I'm about to in this response, Deontay. As I was saying the other day on this show, there isn't any real benefit to being passive during Kenny's earliest years when you can still have him at four million, five million instead of, you know, 30, 40, wherever it is that these quarterback salaries are going to go by the time he's due. Now is when you do that winning. Now, before you pay Kenny, before you pay Najee, before you pay George, now is when you go get those pieces that you want. And when I say now, please don't conflate that into meaning they have to win the Super Bowl in 2023 or bust. That's not what I'm talking about. And I'm not even talking about an all-in uh, Rams-style sell job. And, and I think that's part of what you were referencing there, Deontay, unless I misinterpreted it. Because the Rams just said, listen, you can have everything. You can have everything we own. Every future draft pick, uh, every cap hit, deferred payment, you name it. We are just going to put everything we have into this one season, maybe two seasons at the most, while Aaron Donald is here, and we're going to go for it. They did. Guess what? They pulled it off. Not everyone does. Not everyone will. But when I saw those two gentlemen sitting there at that press conference on Monday and felt those positive, uh, eager, hungry vibes, that was different. And as you're suggesting... It's different because the league is different. The attitude that you have to have toward going and getting the player that you want, maybe even at the position that you want, and saying to heck with the fifth rounders and the seventh rounders. And maybe you're going to see the general price of these types of moves up go up. You know, simple market structure. Remember, it wasn't all that long ago. And this was the Devin Bush pick that the Steelers traded, and admittedly he was disgruntled and messed up and whatever else here, but they traded Antonio Brown for a third and a fifth. Now, I'll repeat, A.B. was a, a big mess, but you still got a third and a fifth for just a, a few slots of moving up. 
what's that cost going to be now? Can the Steelers do it with their 49th pick? Someone going to want the 32nd pick? Depends on how high you want to go. Depends on how badly you want the player. And I can't shake the feeling that there's someone that Tomlin and Khan really, really want up there. And I happen to believe it's Paris Johnson Jr. Oh my goodness, we're in for a 24 hours, aren't we? Wow. And that's to say nothing of the 32nd pick being available to the whole world the next day and what that might mean via draft and everything else. Wow. Uh, Stay with me. Daily Shot of Steelers isn't going anywhere. It's going to run through the weekend. It won't take a day off. I'll be here. Hopefully you will as well through the entire thing. 